I told my mom I thought I saw a werewolf. And my mom believed me. It was walking along a good probably seven to ten seconds before it had turned its head. That thing, that was no dog. That was too big to be a dog. That thing was bigger than me. That thing was stalking cornfields, jumping on cars, and feasting on roadkill. For two years, people in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, whispered about a king-sized creature who roamed Gray Road. It had really big claws. It was holding its roadkill like it had elbows. And it was kneeling on two knees, like a human being might do. Welcome everybody to another episode of It's Cryptic Out There. For the first time, we're doing it visually. I'm here with my co-host Josh Farrell and my girl Julia off camera. (laughs) Josh is currently in this thunderstorm searching for feral people. And we'll get to that on the second half of this episode but um josh how you doing over there i'm doing good it's scary out here the rain it's really raining it's really windy the trees look very angry right and um still no sign of feral people yeah that's why i'm not in studio is clearly i'm out here for the sake of the podcast doing great investigative journalism absolutely looking for these feral people or a possible sasquatch you know that's all that's always why we're out here looking for sasquatch but don't you have a sasquatch tattoo i do it's actually a ufo abducting sasquatch out of a forest well if i'm not mistaken josh isn't isn't your last name feral yes (laughs) (laughs) now am i saying that there is a coincidence and that it's really just my family members out here running around in the woods. <laughs> That's sick. I can't confirm or deny that theory. Oh my goodness. You'll have to keep us posted on that. Yes. We will get into that later. Right. So today, <laughs> this is, of course, a, a freeform <laughs> episode. It's not narrated. We're just, you know, having fun. Because the topic, the topics today are a little, you know strange than you know our last couple episodes where it was pretty serious with the virginia tech massacre but today uh i got a lot of requests of this video that came out about six months ago uh it was a video on youtube of a lady who's a trucker she has a youtube channel called paranormal portfolio and she has various videos of her witnessing very strange you know phenomenon but today she she this video she talks about seeing a dog man i've never ever heard of a dog man before you know We'll get into like the history of what this dogman thing is and see if she is telling the truth. We'll give our opinions on it, but let's just dive into the history of what this cryptid is. <clears throat> so are you ready, Josh? Oh, I'm I am more than ready. Are you ready, Julia? I reckon. Okay. So, it originated in Michigan. (laughs) I don't know why, but let's let's get into it. Okay, the Michigan Dogman. With the recent sighting of the Lake Ness monster on Lake Michigan, we've been talking about urban legends, including the Michigan Dogman. This is an article, by the way. I did not write this, so 
The Michigan Dog Man was allegedly witnessed in 1887 in Wexford County, Michigan. The creature is described as a seven-foot-tall, blue-eyed or amber-eyed pupiled canine-like animal with the torso of a man and a fearsome howl that sounds like a human scream. Oh my gosh. Now just picture that. (laughs) Can you picture that right now? In the woods that I'm currently in, Mm -hmm. um, I hope that that doesn't exist here. Right. Looks like it might. When you... The thing about cryptids is that it's not something that you'd ever want to interact with. No. You know, that is... Yeah. (laughs) Not not great. (laughs) Alright, according to legends, the Michigan Dogman appears to be appears in a 10-year cycle that falls on years ending in seven. So that reminds me of Jeepers Creepers. You ever seen that movie? Um, Justin, <laughs> come on. It's me. Right. No, of course I haven't seen Jeepers Creepers. It's one I of... have watched clips, and I've walked into a living room where it has been watched, but I've never sat down and been like, you know what I need right now? I need to be terrified. Right. <laughs> exactly. And right now, either. I'm terrified. We're actually watching it tonight on a VHS. Oh my gosh. Yes. All right. <laughs> Old school style. I respect it. Old school. So, let's continue. <laughs> Sightings have been reported in several locations throughout Michigan, primarily in the northwestern of the Lower Peninsula. In 1987, the legend of the Michigan Dogman gained popularity when disc jockey Steve Cook at WTCM-FM recorded a song about the creature in its reported sightings. So, I have the song up. If we could play just Don't a, get a snippet of it. I don't know if we would get copyrighted for this. But, um, let me see if I can find it. It's like I just want a taste of it. I don't want the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One moment. I think the rule is if it's only so many seconds. Yeah, something like that. You're, yeah. Dogman song. Here we go. You see a dog print, you know, that window there. Why is it good? <laughs> it's pretty good. Josh is jamming right now. I feel like I'm playing Stardew Valley. I know, right? <laughs> I love that game. I'm about to go sell all my pumpkins and shit. <laughs> camp in Wexford County where the Manistee River ran. Eleven lumberjacks near the Garland Swamp found an animal they thought was a dog. In a playful mood, they chased it around until it ran inside a hollow log. Okay, that's uh. So that's not from an SNL skit. No, this okay. was yeah, no, no, no. This was on a radio <laughs> show, okay. allegedly. Man, I know exactly what I'm doing when I get off of this, and I'm gonna go listen to that whole song. You might not. After I tell you this. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Buckle in. (laughs) Okay. So, before I get to that, there was a, I guess, movie called The Gable Film. Most, maybe the most famous video or evidence when it comes to the dog man. The film has been slowed down and focused. This is part of the article. I might show a snippet, uh just for everybody to see but we won't we won't watch it because i don't think there's any audio to it but apparently it was fake the uh the film was just made up now let me see okay he based the songs on actual reports of the creature cook recorded the song with a keyboard backing and credited it to bob farley 
After he played the song, Cook received calls from listeners who said they had encountered similar creatures. So, when the song was played, he got phone calls of people who listened to the song, and then after they saw the creature. So it's kind of like Jeepers Creepers, but you've never watched it. <laughs> well, now I have to, right? Like, that's the whole thing. Now I have to watch Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Come back next episode and be like, great, everybody. I got scared. You happy now? And now <laughs> I understand the references. Yes. In the next weeks after Cook first played the song, it was the most requested song on the station. He oh also God. sold cassettes of the songs for $4 and donated pro- proceeds from the single to an animal shelter. Hmm. Oh, wow, okay. Over the years, Cook has received more than 100 reports of the creature's existence. In March 2010, the creature was featured in an episode of Monster Quest. Cook later added verses to the song 1997 after hearing a report of an animal break-in by an unknown canine at a cabin in Luther, Michigan. Hmm. He re-recorded it again in 2007. So, yeah. I also have 12 darkly fascinating stories of the Michigan Dogman. 12? Yes. Okay. We might not read all of them. (laughs) Let's, Let's read... Let's read, like, the sixth one. Let's see what that one's like. Okay. (laughs) Let's not start from 12. Let's start halfway. Let's see what they got to say. Okay. Well, it says the Dogman has extraordinary leaping abilities. Okay. The earliest known Dogman sighting was in 1887. I'm just scrolling down. Wow. Dogman screams like an infant in the night. Let me read that one. One witness claims a creature best described as a werewolf was stalking up the hill behind their house in the late fall of 2001. Quote, My stepdaughter and I were looking out the French doors to see a creature, black in color, like a big bear, with haunches and the head of a wolf. While that was the first and only visual the Case County, Michigan residents experienced, they can still hear it splashing around the 20-acre swamp land at night. Sometimes they can hear it shrieking according to them it has the scream of an infant loud and hysterical you want to know what else sounds like that what fox red foxes sound very similar to screaming infants good thing you said that because later on when we discuss the local video Mm -hmm. um it mentions a fox so we'll get to that. There we go. But thanks for bringing that up. You know, I was also thinking like a cougar or a mountain lion or something like that. Yeah, we you do know, have those like around here. Shrieking and those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. The ten-year cycle. We already know that. Um. The dogman busted a 13-year-old girl trying to sneak a smoke. <laughs> One particularly memorable dogman account came from a 13-year-old girl named Courtney, who lived in, in who lived out in Reed City, Michigan, back in 1993. She decided to sneak out for a cigarette behind her family's house one winter, and she got the scare of her life. She claimed that. A glint of light seeping out from the blanks of an old abandoned barn got her attention. She followed its movement, and slowly it dawned on her that something was there. She realized the six-foot-tall thing hiding in the barn had the head of a dog and was staring right at her. She ran off terrified. Later, her neighbor confirmed that they, too, saw a creature out in that barn. They described it as a buffalo-sized dog lurking in the barn. Okay. So maybe she was caught, and her parents were super mad at her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She was like, it was dog man. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, oh, you poor baby. Good excuse. I would have needed a smoke, too. You're fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it. 
Apparently the dogman is super stealthy. Um, I hope so. Yeah. There are scientific theories as to its origin. Okay, here we go. This is interesting. <clears throat> Clearly the most obvious explanation, if one believes these creatures do exist, is that they are simply an undiscovered breed of wild canine. Many have claimed the dogman is actually a prehistoric wolf similar to an Amarok, or that it's a dog-slash-coyote hybrid. Assuming these sightings are genuine, it's also possible that normal creatures of abnormal size are being misidentified, or that multiple creatures are being wrongfully labeled as the same creature. This theory would account for most witnesses describing a wolf-like animal. While they... While every so often someone claims it looks like a massive malformed member of the bear family. Ooh. Okay. Wow. Yes. This animal does not sound cuddly. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll pop a photo up too of, of a illustration of it. It looks pretty, you know, sinister. <laughs> well, after a quick Google search, wolves and domestic dogs can breed and produce fertile offspring. There we go. Wow. So maybe what like, that the biggest like? wolf that there is combined with like I don't know, like yeah. a Dane or something. Right. Oh god. Oh my Imagine. Gosh. That would be yeah, sick. that's a monster. That's a literal <laughs> monster. Yeah. Literally. We cracked the case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's photo. If I ever saw that thing, man, I would just how do you even react to that? You just stand there and die. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> alright buddy, take me. Yeah. We're good. You caught me. Oh my god. Do you remember those books? I don't think so. The Dogman books? You ever remember those? Dogman? What does it look like? Hold on. Show them. Those. They would oh, sell them at the book fair. <laughs> the book fair. <laughs> the book fair, yeah. Scholastic was on to something. <laughs> Alright. Let's see. Well, we can move on to... I guess the, the video that everybody was wanting us to cover yep <laughs> all right let, let me get to it so I I commented on the video and she gave me her email and I reached out to her but I never got a response unfortunately she's busy she's busy you know keeping the roads hot and you know finding these cryptids <clears throat> so I don't know if I might not even said that it was like a local thing at the very beginning of this episode. Did I say it was local? I don't think so. Okay, so but it's local, baby. Yeah, Giles County. <laughs> it's just you know a common theme of this 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 podcast. Yeah. So where do we live? That's what I was about to say. You do live here. Yeah. That's so, why I exactly. <laughs> Love that show. So the title of this video, I can have it linked in the description of the episode, Dogman and or slash unexplained creatures in Narrows, Virginia in spring of 2020. So the video came out October 7th, 2021. I guess she just, you know, but she started this channel not too long ago. So it's just probably on her list of things to, to discuss. So I watched the video, and I took notes. Apparently, as she was driving by at night, she glanced and saw a reddish-brown-haired-slash-fur creature that was eight foot tall, walking on two legs. Eight. Eight feet tall. Eight feet tall? Yes. That is humongous. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Walking on two legs with a slow pace. And here is the the weirdest thing to me. The waist up. The waist was gyrating. This is, she used the word gyrating like a washing machine. <laughs> like <laughs> it was not going, you know, it wasn't spinning, but it was going yeah. back and forth. 
but she described it as like a washing machine. Yeah, I'm just imagining this eight feet tall dog with a washing machine body. I know, we're talking like Sean Bradley height with... (laughs) (laughs) But as wide as a washing machine. Like like a foot taller than that. Right. Like we're talking that big. (laughs) Like that is huge. That's so huge. Yes. So when she told me that, I was like, okay, that is very strange. Why would it be doing that? I don't know. But what Julia said earlier about a fox face, she said the head of it was like a big dog-like face or of a fox because it was very the nose was very pointy like a fox with bushy hair and dark eyes. I don't know. Where she's talking about where she was driving on 460, she was at least going. I mean, she was in a tractor trailer, right? Yes. That's about when it goes to one lane. And in a tractor trailer, you're maybe going like 48 miles per hour. Right. To 52-ish, yeah. let's just say. How was she able to see... Near the bluffs, right? Yeah, exactly. These details. Yeah. At that speed at night, right? Right. I believe she mentioned that in the video. Yes. I mean... It doesn't add up to no, I'm, the I'm, road? God, no. Okay. No. Well... Listen... I think that anything is possible. <laughs> maybe she or he, whoever, maybe they did see it. Yeah. You know, maybe they did see it. Or maybe truckers are on the road for a very, very long time. Yeah, the maybe sleep on deprivation. Little, may, maybe on a little sleep. You know, they don't have very much sleep. They've That's been, you know, they're just on the go. Maybe you just, you saw a deer. And for some reason, that deer looked like an eight-foot-tall dog man. Hallucinating after sleep deprivation is a, a, a very common thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. 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 And, and even the sleep you have is in a tractor, like in a tractor trailer, like in the truck. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not like you're getting great sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I watched one of her other videos where um, I think she mentions that. But if you look through her channel. Like, I'm not discrediting her or anything like that. Um, because her very first video, she talks about how growing up, her mom noticed that she had these abilities of seeing stuff, remembering things that she was never there at the time. She was never born at the time. And I can believe that, like, I believe in stuff like that because Andy. You know, Andy Wilburn, who's been on the show. Yeah, yeah. He's, I was just thinking about that. He has that ability, and he plans on proving it one episode. We just have to, you know, plan that out. But, uh, <clears throat> but she talks about that, but I don't... It doesn't add up to, like, if you have these, like, paranormal abilities, why would you need that in order to see, like, a... A physical, you know, creature or like a an abnormal. I don't think fox. those two things correlate, right? Yeah, now. they don't correlate. They do not. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, people wanted us to, you know, give our take on it. But also, there's a lot of comments on this video, and I want to read those. Please. <clears throat> Fifty-eight comments. Not going to read all of them. <laughs> But here we go. I've lived there most of my life and have driven that road for decades between Glenland and Pembroke. I also have a strong focus on high strangeness cases where correlations between cave systems, local fault lines, Mm -hmm. they are fairly large. There are fairly large systems there and seemingly unrelated phenomenon occur. I will be heading that way later this month, and would love to learn more about the to investigate. So, what was you point? What was you getting at? So, a lot of people in this county have always talked about for years and years. I don't know how true it is. I think that it is true, though. Just yeah. cave systems that run underneath 460. Okay. I've heard of stories of them being underneath 460, like by um, the Selenese plant, by the credit union. Mm-hmm through Nero's um, underneath that part of 460 and then also underneath the part of 460 that the bluffs go through. 
Have you been in one of those caves? No, I don't think they're accessible mm. anymore, probably, because of all the landslides that have happened as of recent. But I've heard a lot of stories about those cave systems that he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly older people in our county have talked about that, but yeah. Damn. That guy might, might be on to something there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what's in those. Oh, God. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> what do you think it was? Dogman? Question mark. Bigfoot? Question mark. I spent a lot of time on the new river. Ancient Big- river. And some places are super creepy. Okay. Okay. Here's the one. Never in Narrows, but when I lived out east, we saw quite a bit. 58 Eastern near Suffolk. Suffolk? Suffolk. Suffolk. Sorry. <laughs> it's spelled like that. I don't live there. You're not offending <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> While traveling back to Virginia Beach from Imperio? What? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Imperio? Is that how you say it? Okay. <laughs> Definitely was not a coyote. We thought skinwalker slash werewolf. Skinwalker. Skinwalker. Okay. Half skin, half fur was low to ground, strange shape. In Sandbridge, where we lived, something ran out onto Sandbridge Road around 2 to 3 a.m., hit the front right of my SUV toward bumper down. Large black like a panther, but bigger. Went back to find, went back to find, couldn't find it. Was there not a hair sample on his front bumper? I would have wanted to look for that. That would have been Send it off or something. Absolutely. Like some SVU shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Send it off. She's a big uh, Law & Order fan. (laughs) Hey, get get Stabler on the case, baby. Dun, dun. (laughs) It's solved. (laughs) Absolutely. A couple years back, I drove a truck for a company out of Dublin, hauling sand from Newcastle to Dublin three times a night. Dang, that sucks. Poor thing. Is he okay? God, Stuart. (laughs) Poor Stuart. Yo, Stu, shout out to you, man. You're you're the backbone of America. Right, literally. Blue-collared Stuart. Yes. I seen one time it was kneeled down, then stood up about eight to nine feet tall, it was black color with it was black color there was a deer across the road i figured it was watching the deer then i came around the curve it stood up freaked me out for sure there's a lot of you know just based off what you said at the beginning of what your job was like yeah you're probably out here you might be hallucinating too. Exactly. Or on something to keep you awake during those late hours. Yeah. That's fair to we say. We love you, Stu. We appreciate how hard you work. But uh, we're just saying, man. What if there is like some witchcraft type shit on that road and people just, if they're not in the full state of mind, it just. I don't think you should, should associate that with witchy woo stuff. <laughs> I think we should be associating that with, like, I don't know, some, just people that are hallucinating. More logical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw a strange creature similar to this in Franklin County about 20 years ago. The movement was extremely unnatural, almost as if it was animated. I mean, that would explain the uh, gyrating washing machine movement. There's a guy that said, I've had the same kind of experience. <laughs> Explain, dude. I know, right? Yeah. Explain. Comment back and what do you elaborate. Mean? <laughs> you don't see something like that and have the exact same experience, you know? <laughs> like, there's no way, dude. You need to tell us your story. At what least if, elaborate. What if he was in the passenger seat. That's all there is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was half asleep while we were riding down the road. I woke up real quick and I saw the dog. (laughs) Okay. Please keep going. Yes. (laughs) I live up on State Line Road in Mullins Trailer Park. I knew I seen something eating old pizza standing by my trash can one night. (laughs) Everyone be careful. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Yeah. That's a questionable place to be at night, so I'm sure you see some crazy stuff. Oh, yeah? 
Oh yeah. Okay. I think Sorry, you. Gary Mullins. <laughs> <laughs> I think you saw a dog, man, sis. They supposedly have a snout like a dog. I would All hope right. so. They, they name somebody's name. I'm not gonna say. And East Tennessee has photos of them. You might can compare your sighting with. He has a channel on YouTube. Okay, he has a channel. So Scott, Scott Carpenter. We have no idea what's in the woods creeping around. I would not get out of the truck to check on it, though. Would not. I am from Narrows. Also saw Bigfoot at Wayside when I was a kid. <laughs> okay, thanks. Oh, hey, hell yeah, man. Sweet. Yeah. We love Bigfoot. I know a couple of Bigfoot sightings down there, but until now, no dogman. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, this one. I live in Narrows, I believe. <laughs> They're not sure? They're not sure. Or is there I, just like I a common splice going on? I don't know to go, but I'm going to be questioning it the entire time. Uh, 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 hold on, let me see. There's, there's three replies. Right there. Have you seen anything unusual? I used to go hunting for Bigfoot. I have a photo, I believe, is a footprint in edge of stream i need to see it yes i read a book for a man that followed a family of bigfoot on mountain lake that's where we took the picture also heard wood knocks okay oh my god it was my ex i think Uh huh sorry i think the wood knocks because i used to watch the show like the squatch hunting show yeah (laughs) Me and too. they would do like they would say that some Sasquatch would knock on wood as their way of communicating. Really? Yeah, like they'd bang on wood or knock on it or something like that. I do remember that from the show. Is it so like maybe a maybe that's what they were vibe? hearing? It's like a woodpecker vibe? No, I think it's more like a Is he like, like hitting his thump. head against the tree? <laughs> maybe so, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But one way just to, because a lot of these like we are like, I think logic, you know, could uh, could cancel a lot of these out. But I will say this just to keep it on the cryptic side. Mm-hmm. You know, we do live in the Appalachian Mountains, the oldest mountain range to exist right. throughout all of time. I 100% believe that there are things in these mountains that have existed before us. And they might exist in a small amount, but they still exist. Yeah, And they might be deep up into the mountains, you know, like there's the Appalachian Trail, but what happens if you just go off to the right? And how many people are up just in the Appalachian Mountains wandering around finding things? And that's a long distance. Who's to say that they don't go all the way up to Maine? Like, what if the big feet, what if they just migrate from the bottom of the Appalachian Trail all the way to the top? You know, what if that's something they do just... Just to keep an open mind out here. Just, you know. what, what if it's feral people? Their feet. <laughs> Do what? What if it's feral people in the Appalachian Mountains? You know, are we ready to get into the feral people? Well, this last comment I want to read. They said, it was my ex-wife on the road again. He's like, that crazy bitch is at it again. <laughs> okay. Tell well, her to sign the papers, please, if you ever see her on the road. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll close it up with, if this paranormal portfolio lady wants to respond, um, I believe you have a, a ability, because I know I know several people who... who has Claim. this this, yeah, this stuff yeah but um it's hard for me to correlate like a a physical being creature to like a paranormal ability i guess yeah it, so, it is two different things yeah so if you if you want to if you ever see this you might not ever see this but if you respond to my email i'll send you the link of this episode and if you want to watch it uh or listen to it, and you would like to respond, we'll have you on the show if you'd like that, or if you just want to talk, you know, personally. That's fine. But 
you know, thanks for uh, giving this content for us to review because a lot of people were curious about it, and it was interesting. Yeah, it was. And honestly, if anyone else, if anyone else has a Dogman story, mm-hmm. you know, Justin, what number should they call to the- tell that story? <laughs> The cryptic hotline is 540-358-1583. Yeah, so just give that number a call and let's hear your dogman story. Give us a call, leave a voicemail cuz it won't be the call won't be answered unless we, you know, set up a a time and place to talk over the phone. Leave a voicemail. You get like a 3-minute limit, but you could always call back if your story is longer than 3 minutes or you could just text too. Yeah, there's like a type-in box, and you can put in a pretty big paragraph. Yes. I remember that much. Yeah. Yeah. Prankster over there. (laughs) So, without further ado, Josh has something that I've never, ever heard of until just a few days ago. The the idea of a feral person (laughs) coming from Josh Feral. Josh is not feral, but... He is feral. Yes. What What is his definition of feral? Yeah, Let's start well, with that. Alright, so my definition of feral would be someone who may have decided that they no longer want to live the stereotypical lifestyle of the average American. And they have given that up to go live in the woods. But, instead of saying building a log cabin and just living off the land, they just I would say become the land. They become an animal. They come living off the land. They they become an active part of that ecosystem. Okay. Just a general dissociation from human or interaction. Exactly. Society altogether. Exactly. Yes. It's just getting away from that complete. Honestly, it's getting rid of that like human, that human part of you, and becoming that more animalistic side of being human your right. more primal feelings right so i want to tell everyone now whenever i looked this up everything i saw was feral people do not exist in national parks okay or anything like that they don't exist if you look it up most of the time it's like oh there's a tiktok story or there's a reddit and i've saw and i've seen I've seen some TikToks about it um, from what people have said. And uh, I saw uh, some Reddit posts. But I think that this, this is what I've put together. I think that there are feral people that exist out there. Dang. I think in this podcast, we, or at least in my opinion, we have like this undeniable truth in anything. That anything is possible, anything could exist in mm-hmm. some sort of way. Right. Dogman could exist. An eight feet tall dogman with a washing machine for a stomach <laughs> could exist. That can happen. It's possible in some way, maybe. But essentially, I think that to deny the fact that maybe even one person has gone out into the woods and started living this way, I think that's I think that's totally possible. You know, I think it's already happened. Yeah. Someone could have done that and live. I mean, there's actually a story. There's actually a story of like um like Jungle Book, Mowgli, that's actually based off of a guy who lived among wolves. Yeah. Um yeah, like that's a of a, a kid who was living out there uh, in, in the wilderness and do you ever you know, sorry to cut you off no, go ahead. do you do you ever see like the weird I don't know if it's like TLC or whatever but like, shows like that where like <laughs> I saw a, like a kid or whatever is like crawling and on all fours with like animals in the wilderness and stuff could that be a form of like a feral person uh Maybe. I think, though, that, like, the real definition... Let's look at it. What's the real definition of? When I think of the word feral, I think of, like... This is the term that I use when I'm talking about the word... I I love the word feral. It's one of my favorite words, but... 
normally it's about cats. The definition is... (laughs) Yeah, cats. Feral cats. Yeah, feral cats. (laughs) Yeah, feral cats. Yeah. This says in a wild state, especially after escape from captivity or domestication. Okay. Just raw. Yeah. So, like... Back to how things... Well, not even should be, but how they would be without... Like, take... with How things would be... Without structure. Taking away everything. Yeah. Society, human interaction, resources, everything. Technology. Education, everything. So what are you looking up, Josh? I'm looking up... I want to hear some stories and see... Um, these aren't in the national parks, but just to kind of talk about people who are feral. This is um, from ATI. I don't know how to pronounce that. By uh, Marco or Ma- Marco Margaritoff. Sounds and, like a boxer. Um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, from the real life Mowgli to the human pet, learn the bizarre stories of nine feral children from history. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> this is Dina Sanachar, the feral child who helped inspire the Jungle Books. Oh. Raised by wolves in India's Uttar Pradesh jungle, Dina Sanachar spent the first few years of his life thinking that he was a wolf. Hmm. It's believed that he never learned how to interact with human beings until hunters found him in 1867 wow. and took him to an orphanage. There he spent years attempting to adapt to human behavior, inspiring Rudyard Kipling's the Jungle Book. But Sanachar's story was no fairy tale. The hunters had first encountered Sanachar at a wolf den, wolf den, where they were shocked to see a six-year-old boy living among the pack. They decided it wasn't safe for the child to be out in the jungle, and so they decided to transport him to civilization. Uh-huh. However, the hunters realized early on that they would have difficulty communicating with Sanachar, as he behaved much like a wolf would. By walking on all fours and only speaking in wolf-like grunts and howls. Jesus. Ultimately, the hunters smoked the pack out of the cave and killed the mother wolf before taking the feral child back with them. Whoa. Yeah. So, the Jungle Book was inspired by this story? Yeah. Like, they gave him a name and everything, but the, uh, it said that Sanachar would only accept raw meat as food. Oh. And sometimes even chewed on bones to sharpen his teeth. A skill he had clearly learned out in the wild before long. He became known as the Wolf Boy. Whoa. Well, I have a story that kind of relates something local okay. to that. Oh, okay. Let's um, hear that. I've heard from, like, some of the elders in our community in Giles that, like, back whenever Angel's Rest was first... Like, have you either of you been up to Angel's Rest, the trail in Parisburg above yeah. the Queen? Okay. Well, apparently back in the day... I never asked what year this was, but by the way, they talked about it, I'd guess probably like 20s, 30s, 40s-ish. Somebody had a plan to make up there, at the top of that mountain at Angel's Rest, like a town. Really? To build houses up there and everything to kind of like just be away from everything. Yeah. So, I don't know. I never heard of that either. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I've heard of that from a couple sense, of different though. elders in our community. Yeah. One of them was my grandpa. Yeah. yeah. We need to get her. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> we need to interview her grandma. Uh, yeah, grandpa. we need to. We need to get everyone's grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I have a story up. The disappearance of Dennis Martin. Oh. Hey, I read that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was that it? No, not what I just read. Oh, okay. But, oh, he's yeah. read it. Don't mention it. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, okay, the three boys performed their scare all in good fun. When Dennis didn't pop out from another angle, William got up and looked for him. He hadn't been out of sight for more than five minutes, but William's search quickly turned frantic. The father ran back up the trail toward Russell Field, hoping the boy had gotten turned around and went in the wrong direction. The others combed the area. Clyde hiked out to the park ranger station after arriving after 9 p.m. By then, a massive storm had arrived, drenching the mountains in a massive rainfall and dropping overnight temperatures into the 50s. The next day, the search was hammered by 2.5 inches of rain 
and dense fog. But as word spread of the missing boy, a massive response grew. Okay, is this just like a continued story? The search party grows to counterproductive size. Over the next few weeks, the search party grew to a unwildly and counterproductive size. Boy Scouts, National Guard members, multiple rescue squads, and even a group of 71 Green, Ber Green Berets who had been on maneuvers in western North Carolina came and searched for the boy. Helicopters arrived as well. With so many searchers and volunteers tramping over the wet and muddy ground, any clue or scent that survived the massive rain was quickly lost. Denny turned seven that week as searchers exhausted themselves to no avail. There were boy-sized footprints of someone wearing one Oxford shoe, like Dennis had, and the other foot bare. This might be a very long story. I might not read all of it. Family members said the prints were too big to belong to Denny, and searchers were skeptical as the area had been searched by Boy Scouts previously who could have left the footprints. Let me just skip through. What if he grabbed, like, his dad's shoes? He couldn't find his own. Yeah. You know? And he just used them? Yeah. Let's see. Feral humans in the Smoky Mountains. Should I read that one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I see. see, that's what I saw on TikTok. Yeah. It was how people would go to the Smoky Mountains and, like, they would bring all of their stuff and everything and then they'd, like, just, like, camp, like, bring a camper and then they just go. And people were talking about how like the campsites in the smoky mountains would get raided mm -hmm. and it wasn't from like a bear or anything like no one could really describe it because it looks just like shit got stolen yeah but there's no like animal prints or anything and i guess no one really expected a human especially if you're camping out in the woods mm -hmm. that you would just get raided like that um and then another of just like cannibalism yeah. you know uh, people getting abducted while hiking and things like that. Um, and then just hearing, like, hearing, like, weird sounds in the night that doesn't sound like an animal. <laughs> it just sounds sounds like someone who doesn't speak English anymore. Yeah. They just, you know, have, they're like this animal now. It's like if you that, don't use it, you lose it. That's what they yeah. say. That's what they'd be saying. It's like, when you brought up feral people, the first thing I thought was Fallout 3 was the ghouls. And like yeah. the metro stations, and they yeah. just go. Yeah, yeah. I was actually feral. sitting here thinking, I was like, man, what would it be like interacting with a hostile feral person? And I'm just imagining them just running at you full force. Yeah. Just like clawing at you. To eat you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me read just this real quick. I don't know where we'll lead to. Feral humans in the Smoky Mountains. Over the years, this account made it to the internet where charlatans shysters and hucksters have teamed with conspiracy theorists and other curious folks who formed wild theories about feral humans and the Great Smoky Mountains National Park regarding what really happened to Dennis Martin. Okay. One of the most popular theories involved wild men, feral humans who live in the mountains and go about snatching livestock and children at night. There are videos, not of the wild men, of course, but of authoritative-sounding people discussing the wild men. Did I say that right? What did you say? Authoritative. Authoritative? Okay. Yeah, I think I said okay. that right. <laughs> discussing the wild men and the FBI covering up as if it's simply common knowledge. These wild men are something of little big feet humans who have lived in the wild so long they are closer to beasts than men they are their own language and apparently quite a protrude smell that forewarns of their arrival which is just ineffective feraling if you ask me <laughs> allegedly they're cannibals too like you said josh Makes you yeah. wonder what they're doing with the livestock. So, I think we should dive more into this feral 
people phenomenon in another episode. Don't you agree? Yeah, I agree. I agree just because I like I'm sitting here thinking and it's the US national parks. Uh-huh. I don't think that the government would want anything released about cannibals living in the fucking national park. Yeah. And let's say <laughs> someone did get eaten. It's real easy to just say they got eaten by a bear. Well, this Dennis they got Martin eaten by coyotes. There's no doubt Dennis Martin got eaten by something. Yeah. If it was a dog man or if it was a feral person. Who knows? Yeah. We and let me tell know. you, I'm out here in these woods currently, right now, you know. I'm out here yeah, with these feral people. A manipulative, sociopathic feral person that, Jesus. like, captivated him in a love interest way and then just fucking... God. Yeah. You just blew my mind wow. right there. You're welcome. Yeah. Damn. You never know. These feral these feral people have like a just a whole character arc. Maybe, Literally. Are they all Pisces? I don't know enough about astrology. <laughs> <laughs> Here lately, like she's into astrology and then my brother's like into astrology for whatever reason. I don't know why. As he should be. <laughs> I guess. He's fine. I guess. Yeah, he Well, is. you know, my current roommate, Shout she's really Jeff. into astrology. <laughs> and, and she, uh, she, like, she showed me videos on TikTok and such, and, like, I don't know, I believe it. Josh, yep. when's your birthday? August 11th, I'm a Leo. Love that for you. <laughs> is that good? Is that a good Absolutely, thing? Absolutely, that's good. Okay. You know, they say that, but I'm going to be honest, Justin, it's not great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm Scorpio, and that's like 50-50, apparently. very yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'd rather be 50-50 than too much on either side. Mm. That's fair. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's all we have today, unless you have more info about feral. You know, the only thing I can really think of right now is that if you have any stories of feral people or anything like that, you should probably call the hotline. And Justin has the number. <laughs> Justin, what's the number? It's Ooh, 540. Plug, though. <laughs> 358-1583. And I have the red hotline <laughs> telephone right here on the desk. Oh, my God. So if you... Yeah, when you call, you call that specific phone. You call it. I won't answer. Just leave a voicemail. I won't answer, but call, please. Yeah. <laughs> please call. <laughs> Leave a voicemail. Tell me you want to talk to me or talk to Josh or even talk to Julia. I'll get back to you. Yeah, we'll talk all about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whatever it is. Yes. You know? What it is. Yes. I would like to thank everybody for listening and for watching for the first time. I don't know when this po- this episode is going to be posted because the editing is going to be a, a nightmare. But I'm going to try and get it done <laughs> for next week. Um, get to it. Yes. If you all like the show, please five-star it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It'll probably be on Spotify as well, visually, because Spotify has that new feature now where you could watch podcasts. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So hmm. it'll be on there and on YouTube. I still have to make a YouTube channel for this podcast that I haven't done yet. <laughs> Yikes, you're slacking. Yeah. Slacking. Yeah. See, when you get the YouTube when you get the YouTube up and running, that's when we should do like what Justin and I have been talking about is doing like a uh, a watch along of Summer Slasher. Yes. We <laughs> plan on doing to kill bloodsuckers or something. And like no pausing and reacting really to the scene. Like, okay. Give the behind the scenes look and whatnot. Yes. That's cool. Like what day was like the most stressful or the funniest or whatever? Or pausing oh, and being like, this yeah. part actually Me like, hitting was Justin fake in the blood. head with the hammer like <laughs> three times. Yes, I was concussed in that scene. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. The last one, man, that one, I was done with it. I had cut myself on a nail in <laughs> fucking St. Alban. St. Alban Sanatorium, of which all is places. very haunted, allegedly. Very. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. Several yeah. haunted. I can honestly yes. say that. For as scared as I was in there, like, it was pretty cool being there. Absolutely. We'll have to return, too, with yeah. this show. You should have been like, are you scared? Uh, yeah, I guess. Do what? You should have been like, are you scared? Are you scared? You should. This is scare tactics. This is scare tactics. 
<laughs> I showed Scare Taxes to her like yesterday for the very first time. Not the best episodes though. It could have been so much better. Yeah, it was back in yeah. like the first three seasons. We should do that. Like, add that to the Cryptic YouTube channel. Yeah. And make our own scare tactics and just scare the shit ever loving piss out of everybody. Have Julia's own segment because she likes pranks. Yeah. She likes to prank people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The cryptic cryptic pranks. Files. Yeah. Because you can make playlists prank yes. on your own YouTube channel. You can do like the playlist yeah. sections. There we go. And they'll just be me. Yeah. Doing pranks. And mine will have the most views. Okay. Yeah. Well, you are the prettiest, so. Um... No, just because the pranks will be that good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking gag me with a fork. <laughs> That's with a fork. <laughs> All right, well, hey. sick. What's up? God. What? I was gonna say something, but never mind. I totally forgot. This might, my mind. This might be the best episode we've ever done. I think. Well, you know what? We say that after every time we do one. Yeah. We're we, just getting better. Absolutely. I don't know how long we've been going on. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hey, if you've made it this far... Call the hotline. Uh, call the hotline. Justin, baby, what's the number? 540-358-1583. Please five-star oh. the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Share it. Leave a review. Tell us what you think. Give us suggestions on what we should do. Um, you know what? what? Tell, us, tell us your favorite... Uh, you're going to watch a scary movie... What's your favorite scary food? Yeah, scary food? Scary food, you know? What you're going to eat during a scary movie. You're we got to end this food. now. <laughs> <laughs> we have to end this now. Mention it's, how it's Willie Mays' birthday. It's too good of a time. Like We're having too good of a time. <laughs> happy birthday, Willie Mays. I don't know who that is. Um, One of the best baseball players Willie of all Mays? time. He played for the Brooklyn Giants. Yeah. I don't watch sports. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Willie Mays, happy birthday. And, yeah. um, yeah. Hey, hey kid. It's Cryptogon here. Here's my black cat. <laughs> oh, you got the black cat in the woods, right? In the woods, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thanks everybody for listening and watching. And lastly, watch your back. It's cryptic out there.